This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two on this Tuesday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. We're down a couple of Danettes, seating out again today. So is Marvin. If you're watching on Peacock, Mario is sitting in Marvin's seat. He's meant to be seen, not heard today. But once again, strengthening his BRG of the year, the backroom guy of the year, I looked at some of the votes yesterday on most valuable, least valuable, most improved, least improved, interesting results. And we have until next week to decide who is the most valuable, least valuable, most improved, least improved, Dan Ed. Yes, Paulie. When you said interesting results, you were looking at me, not Fritzy. That was a tell. That's a poker tell, Dan. <laughs> During interesting results, you you locked eyes with me like, hmm. hmm. Well, I lock eyes with you a lot of times, Paulie. And I get very jealous. Yes, you do. Every time. All right, we got a poll question. We've already had our play of the day. Got a stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. You're probably thinking, who's playing on uh, Sunday Night Football? Glad you asked. Saquon Barkley and the G-Men against my commanders. NFC East Showdown, Sunday, 7 Eastern on NBC and Peacock. That is spicy. Patriots handle the Cardinals. The big news, Kyler Murray got hurt. First drive, probably done for the year. It looked bad. Cowboys picked up a wide receiver with initials, but it's not OBJ. It's T.Y. Hilton. Good news on Debo Samuel. Probably not going to miss the rest of the regular season with a high ankle sprain. We just got word last hour, Mississippi State head coach Mike Leach has passed away at the age of 61. Argentina-Croatia World Cup semis. That'll be at uh, 2 Eastern today. Say good morning if you're watching on Peacock, our streaming partner. Download the app. You can watch for free. And uh, our radio affiliates around the country, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, nearly 400 cities carrying this program. Our good buddy Dan Orlovsky from the Mothership will stop by in a little bit. There's a couple things when I'm watching the Patriots last night. The offense... There's no excitement there. There's no surprise there. You got Mac Jones waiting to get the play called in from Matt Patricia. And, I, you know, we've seen the frust- frustration there. Then you might say, well, who's Mac Jones to be acting that way? But he's a, he's a competitor. I mean, he wants to win. This is, this is what I need to, you know, try to do something with this offense. He made the Pro Bowl as a rookie. Now you can say, all right, what alternate was he? Still made the Pro Bowl. He overachieved, and I think, you know, I love the fact that he's competitive, uh, animated, not robotic. Troy Aikman talked about the Patriots offense. Matt Patricia and Mac Jones had this to say. I personally don't know of any defensive coordinator who I think would make a good offensive coordinator, and I think it's, I think it's hard. I think it's the hardest job on the coaching staff to coordinate an offense, 
defense is about hustle and it's about you know rallying to the football. One guy can make up for other people not doing their jobs. Offense, you need everybody on the same page. Part of being a great offensive coordinator as well is, is yes, knowing when to call plays, but it's also getting everybody to buy in. It's not easy to do. But with that said, Bill Belichick understands all that. I've had conversations with him years ago when Josh McDaniels was leaving the first time to become a head coach and how important it is to have a succession plan. So those are questions that Bill hasn't answered as to what went into this decision. It seemed a a little unconventional. We haven't seen it, especially from someone who's obviously as accomplished as Bill Belichick. So it is a bit of a head-scratcher initially, and they've had some troubles. Troy is being polite there. Here's Bill Belichick after the game. Everybody's got a role, and, and when their number's called, you know, hopefully they'll come through for us. But um, these guys work hard; they all do. And but certainly, it's you know good to see some of the young guys, and you know even uh, Schooler Mitchell in the kicking game, and you know obviously the guys that scored the touchdowns and intercept the passes. Yeah, it's just you've got a defensive guy calling the offensive plays. It doesn't happen. And at the beginning of the year, I was trying to be fair to Bill Belichick, thinking Belichick's going to eventually call these plays, and he's going to give Matt Patricia a job. I trust Bill Belichick. And then you start to look at this, and the body language, horrible. Because Mac Jones is like, come on, let's go. And the offensive-minded guy is processing this because that's what he's done. Matt Patricia is a defensive-minded guy now being asked to process the offense. You only get a certain amount of time to get that information in. And that's what Mac Jones is saying. Like, come on, let's go. Get it in. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury uh, signed the contract extension in the offseason. The GM, Steve Kime, did. Kyler Murray got paid. And now Kyler Murray is going to be done for the season. Colt McCoy is going to come in. Here is the Arizona uh, head coach, Cliff Kingsbury. It's unacceptable. And um, we got to be better, you know, no matter who's out there operating no matter who's in um you know obviously there's some guys that are backups that are, are getting a lot of time we just got to execute at a high level and when you have a chance to make plays you got to make them yeah good luck with that and what are you four and nine now not going to get any better anytime soon plus this kind of injury it's not one of those where you go oh he'll be back next season now it's up to kyler murray you get the surgery and then now the hard work happens And you've already had questions about his work ethic. This is where somebody has almost got to be there with him every single day. When you go to therapy, the surgeries that I had, like you have to go each day. There has to be a a routine. It's mundane. It's painful. It's boring. It's dark. It's depressing. And that's what Kyler Murray is going to face. Nobody there. There's no fanfare. You're going to walk in. You're going to limp in. And then you got to start rehabbing. And hopefully you're ready to play next year. I mean, look at OBJ. OBJ is, what, seven or eight years older, had two of these, and he can't play right now. People were under the impression, well, he's, he's going to be playing soon. He's not playing. And when you use your wheels like these guys do, it's different. Kyler Murray needs to be elusive. He's not a pocket passer. It's going to be imperative that he understands getting, you know, rehab completely and and strengthening that so you're able to use that weapon. He's got a finite amount of time with those legs. With his abilities in the pocket, he's got to extend plays. So it's imperative that he is healthy, ready to go. And we're watching what's happening with OBJ at his position and not able to play right now. T.Y. Hilton going to the Cowboys was a little bit of a surprise. Uh, Didn't know that he was not playing for anybody, but he's a four-time pro bowler. Maybe he can give you a couple of those big plays. Now, the Cowboys did say they're not out of the running for OBJ. Well, I would not be signing OBJ based off what I think I could get from him in the playoffs. And, I mean, it goes back to what I've said, and I said this a couple of weeks ago, where OBJ actually reached out to us on our social media saying I was an outsider and he had his, you know, crying, he was laughing so hard emoji. Uh, I invited him on so we could talk about this. Because not one person asked him, can you play now? When can you play? It was just like, yeah, Cowboys are interested in him. Oh, he's going to the Bill, he's going to the Giant. 
I don't know if he can play. And now we're finding he wants to play maybe in the postseason. Uh, he had a quote where he said, you know, I'm, I'm not going to play in the regular season. Don't put much emphasis on playing in the regular season. I'm, I'm paraphrasing here. But he wants to have a, a long-term contract. I'm not signing him. T.Y. Hilton feels like a safer pick than OBJ right now. I don't know if the Giants are still interested or the Bills are interested, but you're also going to cold weather climates with that knee. That's another thing. You have surgeries. It takes a while for the bones to get loose, get warm. You're going to go play in Buffalo? Okay. On that turf? Okay. Giants? You think they're going to make playoffs? Because you don't want to sign up with a team, and all of a sudden you go, um, yeah, uh, my season's done. You want He wants to showcase himself so he can get that contract extension. But I, I applaud the Cowboys. You pick up T.Y. Hilton. I think it's his really smart move on their part. Yeah, Paul? I, we were wondering back in August, or actually back in September, when Odell was not on a roster to start the season, could he have signed like a, a veteran's minimum contract or an incentive-based contract with the team and rehabbed with them all season, where it's on their dime and, and you've got the entire doctor staff and everyone knows what's going on? Uh, that, that seemed like a mistake to me in hindsight. That if Think if he was on the Cowboys roster at, at a very low price, a team-friendly deal in, in late August then they would know what they had, and they could work them up and ramp them up, and their doctors would know exactly what to do, you'd think. But it'd be incentive-laden contract, but you would be with the team, rehabbing with the team, getting paid by the team, and maybe you would be able to run plays. You, you would go to the meetings. I, I don't know. It just felt like it was a missed opportunity on his part. Super Bowl odds as of today, according to DraftKings, who do you think is the Super Bowl favorite, according to DraftKings? I'm going to go with you, Todd. The Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles. Paulie? Uh, I, I still think it's the Chiefs. Buffalo Bills. Mm. Ooh. Buffalo Bills. They've won four in a row. Haven't looked great. Eagles are second. Chiefs, Cowboys, and then the 49ers. That's according to DraftKings today. The Niners with Brock Purdy. That's nuts. Yeah. Fifth best odds right now. But the Bills... Number one odds there. Kind of crazy. Uh, one other story here. Deion Sanders taking over for Colorado, and uh, he flipped a four-star running back, Dylan Edwards, from Notre Dame to Colorado. There's uh, a few other rumors out there that Dion is <laughs> going in and he's picking and choosing. You know, it's one of those where you go, hey, Prime here. Huh? Yeah, Prime here. Uh, can I talk to your mom? Mom, Prime, Prime's on the phone. But just because you get these great recruits doesn't mean anything. Just ask Jimbo Fisher at A&M. They had the number one recruiting class. They finished 5-7 and seven in uh, the SEC West. But turning around a program takes time. But with the transfer portal, you, we've seen teams are able to do this in one or two years. Dion is... He's on everybody's radar because he can use that. All he has to do is say, hey, it's prime. I'd like to talk to you about coming to Colorado. But before I do, I want to talk to your mom. You get mom on the phone, then Dion is going to start. And that's when the recruiting starts there. Yes, Don. How do you say no to someone? We've met him and you've known him a number of years. That has that kind of charisma where he's like, you're talking to Deion Sanders. Like, and what do you say to him? Well, I kind of told the Ohio's, oh, yeah, okay, I'm coming to Colorado. I'm on my way. Well, I would say, um, how good are we? Am I playing? Am I starting? I mean, I would want to have Prime's attitude back to Prime. Hey, I, am I your starting quarterback? Now, now you got to come in and earn it. No. Am I, do you think I'm your starting quarterback? If I am, then I'm coming there. Well, now I got my son there. Well, then I'm not coming there. What kind of offense are we going to run, Prime? You going to take advantage of me? How many touches do I get? I mean, these kids nowadays, like they're selling themselves too. You got to sell yourself to them, and they want to know, what do I get out of this? What's name, image, and likeness there, Prime? You're getting paid. <laughs> I need to get paid too. Because I'm going to get this at this university. Yeah, Paul. You know, if you're Deion Sanders, you got to hope they didn't watch a lot of Colorado football this year. Coach, yeah, I'm interested in Colorado. How was the team this year? <laughs> looking good, looking promising. 
Got to get better. I guarantee it. No, Prime just asked to say, hey, if you saw Colorado play this year, don't worry. None of those guys are back <laughs> next year. You'll start. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody gets to play. Uh, we'll take a break. Our buddy Dan Orlovsky will join us coming up. Once again, the passing of uh, Mike Leach at the age of 61. Had a uh, massive heart attack. Mississippi State's uh, head football coach. We'll take a break. Coming up on 15 after the hour, Dan and the Dan at Stan Patrick Show. Full Sail University, five-year anniversary. Who would have thought? Man, Dan Patrick School of Sportscasting. The program has come to life. We now have students who are going out and getting jobs. And it's been amazing. When we first started out, there was only a couple of students there. I think we had five students. Now we're up to over 400. And part of the reason is we want to give you hands-on experience so when you graduate, your degree is in sportscasting. You can graduate in as little as 20 months. You can earn your degree online or on the beautiful campus in Orlando, Florida. But you get hands-on experience, practical experience. When you graduate, you're ready for a job. And we have grads working all over the country. Uh, Dylan Kearns on air, NBC affiliate in my hometown of Zanesville, Ohio. Earn the bachelor's degree. Do it on campus or online. Learn more. The Dan Patrick School of Sportscasting. Go to fullsale.edu slash danpatrick. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. We know that quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you and your partner whenever you want. Two beds in one, firmer or softer on each side, you decide. And it helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature as well, quiets their snoring, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Sleep Number does everything. My Sleep Number setting is 75 Sleep Number Smart Beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. You will never need another bed. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? All-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com Dan. See their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Dan. 
TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Style runs in the family. Athleticism runs in the family. Extraordinary runs in the family. The 2022 Mercedes-Benz range of SUVs. Learn more at NBUSA.com or test drive one at your local dealer. December 15th is the last day that you can order from danpatrick.com and ensure that it will get there in time for the holidays. I'm looking at the uh, transfer portal. One of my favorite quarterbacks is transferring from Coastal Carolina. Oh. Grayson McCall is transferring. A le- le- the legend. Yeah, but I don't know why he is. Probably last call, bigger school. They had a little down year. I think they uh, their coach took over for Liberty, yep. if that sounds right, for Hugh Freeze there. There's a bunch of good names. DJ Uyunglele mm-hmm. is out there. Spencer Sanders of uh, Oklahoma State. I think he's like a 22, 23-year-old. Okay. Devin Leary. He's a good quarterback. NC State. There's a bunch of good ones. Drake May is staying at North Carolina, though. He announced that he's staying. Yeah, I know. He did an announcement post. And I hope that I didn't influence that because I brought up a hypothetical of just wondering, this is going to happen one day in college football. And maybe it's happening right now that there's a market that somebody might have a great freshman year and know that they've got to play two more years before they can go to the NFL draft. And they just say, I'm going to go basically on eBay and the highest bidder. It's a business for these players now. And I understand it. And I I use Drake May as a hypothetical, and then there were people thinking that maybe there was something to that. Drake May had to announce that he was staying at North Carolina. So I apologize to uh, the, uh, the Drake May family. Dan Orlovsky of The Mothership. You can catch him on NFL Live weekdays at 4 Eastern. Let's say going into your senior year at UConn, you had a good, a good year. Would there be any reason to transfer? Let's say right now. Uh, oh, of course. Yeah, right now, for sure. I mean, the reality of what NIL money is doing, you know, and the ability to essentially become a free agent and get lured to a team, um, the opportunity to go from one team to another team that you think is a better situation for your production and performance to elevate your draft stock. You know, those are two things. That re- I also think this too, I think some of this has to do with, I don't think it happens a lot, Dan, but um, if you're a kid that goes to X school that academically isn't as high end as some others, you transfer into another school that academically is, you know, then you, to my knowledge, get to say that you graduated from that school, that latter school. And so that, you know, um, that, that the ability to say I graduated from here um, long, you know, in the long run probably weighs a little bit more. Okay. You want to announce where you're transferring for your senior year. Here we go. Dan Orlovsky, you got to pick a school right now. One school right now. The yeah. reality of one school right now. Yeah. Um, if I was a kid and I was transferring and I was good, like I was really good as a quarterback. Yeah, you had a good junior year. Yeah, I would, I would transfer to Ohio State. Um, I think the world of Ryan Day. I think he's a fantastic football coach, not only in college, but getting ready for the league, getting you ready for the NFL. Their receivers are off the chain. Uh, Hartline is a phenomenal coach. I've got a good buddy. I've got a very good friend of mine um, who, who you guys probably know his name, Dominic Rayola. He's yeah. a longtime center for the Lions. So his son is a phenomenal talent, that quarterback. Um, he is a 2024 recruit. So I think he's a junior in high school, maybe a sophomore, sophomore or junior in high school. Um, he's the number one recruit in the, in, in the 2024 class. And he had sent me about a year ago, you know, recruiting is real. Where would you send your kid if he was this kid? Like if your kid was D- Dylan is his name, Dylan Riola. And I was like, I'd send him to Ohio State, Georgia, Texas, USC, like in Bama. Those would be the five schools quarterback wise that I think are great places for young players. Okay. But you know that you're going to have Manning at Texas mm-hmm. and a lot of competition at Ohio State. Mm-hmm. This kid's, this kid's, I mean, this kid's special. But you're not going to go and compete against Arch Manning. No, uh, no. I mean, I think a lot of those kids that are in Arch's class were waiting on Arch to make his decision yeah. or where it felt like he was going to go to then make their own decision. Totally. Um, but I just think Sarkeesian is a phenomenal coach. That's why 
it would be on my transfer list. Do you think that Kyler Murray's injury would have any impact on Lamar Jackson's contract status? Ooh. Um, Something's up in no. Baltimore, Dan. I, I just don't understand yeah. what, what's going on. And as, as it goes further, if I'm the Ravens, I, I might franchise him. I, I just don't want to give him $230 million. Yeah, like I – so it's a great question. I want to give Lamar $230 million for the body of work, for what I've seen from him as a person on the field, as a person off the field, and what I believe he could be in the future. I don't disagree that there's something that feels odd. Yeah. Um, part of it is a little bit off maybe what happened last year. You know, He was a rocket ship last year. And then the team's injuries just decimated and his play fell off because he was trying to do so much. And then the offseason comes. And then, again, this year, rocket ship. And then Bateman goes away and their offense starts to struggle in the pass game. And then Ronnie Stanley goes away and they can't protect him that much. And their passing game – here's here's where I am with Baltimore. You know, because, one, I know Lamar's a great player. And Greg Roman, their play caller, I, I honestly believe is a really good offensive mind, specifically in their run game stuff. But their pass game is so disjointed and discombobulated and lacks detail and spacing that I sit there and I go, I'm intrigued or interested to, uh, to, to see what Lamar would look like as a quarterback and just an offense that still had the elements of the quarterback run game. Let's say what's going on in um, Philadelphia, but just a better pass game developed um group and that's both players on the field and the scheme and i don't know if that's weighing in on the contract as well i don't know if lamar's himself sitting there going i want to see how this all plays out more impressive what baker mayfield did or brock purdy did oh man another great question um i would probably say what brock purdy has done so Baker may, I mean, there's a lot of, I would imagine, carryover verbiage-wise for Baker. I mean, Stefanski, 2020, Shanahan and Stefanski came from the same, the offensive background. So if there's a lot of carryover, and that's an assumption, verbiage-wise, personnels and formations and concepts and, you know, the way they call things, I mean, still incredibly impressive, but it's not un, uh, unimaginable. What Brock Purdy has done is not only through two games stepped in and not skipped a beat, I could point out elements that have been elevated. You know, the creativity, the pocket movement, the athleticism, the pushing the ball downfield and outside. I mean, that's a reality that this offense under Jimmy, which was a very good offense, didn't have. And that's why I sit there and I go, what Brock Purdy's done. And, the, and I said this yesterday, Dan, Kyle stresses a quarterback's intellect so much pre-snap not a lot post-snap you know pre-snap with you know one play george kittle is lined up as a wide receiver the next play he's lined up as a running back the next play he's lined up as a tight end and motions across or mccaffrey's as a tailback and then he's in the slot you know and, th and then he's outside as a wide there's so much that a quarterback has to understand and be able to spit out in their formations pre-snap the fact that he's done that so well i mean the touchdown pass to Ayuk yesterday or sunday excuse me he like there's a motion by McLeod and they're about to get a penalty and he stops everything and makes sure he gets set and then the play ends up in a touchdown. That's unique for a young player. That's great. That's great analysis on your part. How often does it happen where a player on the opposing team walks up to the star quarterback and says, hey, I just picked you off in the game and we blew you out. Would you, would you autograph this football for me? Yeah, I can't imagine much, but I don't know how often it happens with the greatest of all time. and you know, bona fide Hall of Famer. So as wild as it is to like think that would happen on a you know football field or in the moment of competition, I think it's more of a sign of uh, reverence and admiration and respect, but I've never seen that happen. But I also think it's very cool. Okay. Well, let's say you're throw out a name, you know, an average quarterback. You throw a, a touchdown against Jarrell Rivas after the game, and you've blown out Darrell Rivas, could you walk up to Darrell Rivas and say, hey, 
Hall of Famer, I, 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 we beat you on that go route. Would you autograph this football? <laughs> um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have the, go- the balls <laughs> to do it. You know, I wouldn't have the onions to do it, man. Um, well, you'd have the ball. Yeah. It'd be in your hand. You just wouldn't have the balls to do it with the ball. Yeah, in your yeah. Hand. The the biological ones. No, <laughs> I uh, I don't think I would. I would probably ask somebody to be like, "Yo, can you ask for this?" <laughs> What do you think is going to happen with Tua long term with his contract? Um, I think Miami pays him. I don't understand why everyone's just falling off the Tua is a really good player train in two weeks. Um, uh, he so- looked he looked horrible against the Chargers, and and that defense was missing six starters. Dan, I can make the case that Mike McDaniel looked just as bad, if not worse. You know, and I think the world of both of them. I'll go back to two weeks ago, Dan. So San Francisco, I've said this multiple times over the last three or three weeks. San Francisco's defense has given up 20 points twice this year, 23 to Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, and then 28 against Atlanta when they had nine starters out. Okay, so that defense in and of itself is fantastic. And two, I just thought was a little bit off in that game. Not awful. Didn't play awful, just a little off. The other night he played poorly. But it was also because, one – Mike McDaniel got completely out-schemed by Brandon Staley. Tip of the hat to Brandon Staley. And I, I did – Peter King called me like 10 days ago, two weeks ago. And he was we were talking about Miami's offense, and he said, hey, if you were to build the defense to stop that offense, what would you do? And I said, I would build a triangle in the middle of the field, and I would play inside leverage on everything. And that's exactly what the Chargers did because Miami wants the ball in the middle of the field so much. And so there was never an adjustment from Mike McDaniel. Guys weren't open, and this happens with um, this happened with Kirk Cousins under Kyle Shanahan. It happened with Matt Ryan under Kyle Shanahan. The plays are so good, and you as a quarterback become so confident in the play call. Like I've seen this work forty times. It worked all week. I don't even need to see anything. I'm just throwing it. Where the defense wins the rep, and you don't have any doubt in your mind that the throw is going to be there so you just throw it and you're ended up you end up throwing to covered guys and then like two quarters in the game you're like what is going on you're so used to a high level of success then you start to force the ball because you try to generate some of those throws and that's kind of what happened on Sunday night it was more for me wow credit to Brandon Staley and the Chargers in lack of Mike McDaniel adjusting then my goodness too was a really bad quarterback the Cowboys picked up T.Y. Hilton and I know that there's been all this talk. We've texted before about, you know, how crazy this has been. That Everybody thought that, you know, Odell was going to play like now. Yeah. Uh, your thoughts on Jerry Jones going out and getting T.Y. Hilton? It probably speaks a little bit more to the lack of development health-wise for James Washington, who was supposed to be their number three receiver. Um, I like T.Y. I have no idea what kind of shape and or health he's in right now. Hopefully he brings a little bit of that speed element. You know, Andrew Luck used to rave about throwing him the football, but I, I do think he brings a little speed downfield for them that if he is a, is a shell or, or somewhat um, a representation of himself in the past. But I've said this. I, don't, I, I personally don't think that Dallas is in desperate need of a number three receiver. I honestly don't. They are by far best. So everyone lives in an offensive world of, well, do what your players can do to you know, allow them to be successful. I actually think we always should start with what can our players not do? Like what, what do I, when I go into college games and I ask these coaches about these players, you know, one of the first questions I ask is, hey, where can you not place this quarterback? Like what, what do you want to make sure that, that you don't ask this quarterback to do throughout this game? And I think that Dallas is in a place where, their offensive line cannot pass protect. It just can't. Good run blocking unit, they can't pass protect. So I, I don't believe that the best formula for Dallas is throwing it 40 to 45 times a game. And I honestly believe it's let's put multiple tight ends on the field. Let's use formation and personnel flexibility with that stuff. We got to get the ball into Zeke and Pollard as, as much as in the run game and not ask our offensive line to pass protect a ton because what, what's happening in Dallas with Dak a little bit is Dak is a guy who's always seen the field well, clearly clean, made good decisions with the football, made right decisions with the football. He does not look like a guy who's seeing the field well right now. That is abnormal for him. And 
it, it lends to like, why, why is that happening? Well, Dak didn't just become this bad player. It's like, is he starting to feel the, the gravity of my offensive line is not great in protection or, you know, other than CD, you know, like no guys are consistently winning. Is he starting to feel that and trying to make things happen too much? Because like the interception he threw the other day is, I, I don't know if I've ever seen Dak make that play. It's football 101 first day of insult type stuff. So while T.Y., if he's healthy, I think he adds a little bit of speed. I don't believe they need to put three wide receivers on the field. Dan Orlovsky of the Mothership. Did you do arms before you uh, did this interview? Um, no, so 20 minutes? No. I mean, Dan, I've done arms for like 30 years, and they look like <laughs> trinkies, So <laughs> I was that kid. I'm telling you, But man, that's I where to... I would wear a sweatshirt that covered up my arms, Dan. I just got done like seven minutes before, and I was like, do I want to try and change? Then it makes another dirty shirt. Um, okay. Uh, this, this is as good. I've worked out relatively hard for like 30 years, and this is the best I can look. So that tells you what kind of genetics I have. Would you be a better offensive coordinator than Matt Patricia in New England right now? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, New England makes me so angry. It really does. It makes me so it, – it very much so falls in line of the things I just kind of referenced about Dallas. Um, you know, New England is so dependent on what is, in, in reality, average players having elite execution. And that's unfair to ask, in my opinion, of players from coaches. I had sent out a tweet last night. Somebody who's covering the Patriots, ask them why they live in shotgun. I, like, I don't think this is rocket science either. I don't think this is like, oh, my gosh, how smart. You, they live in shotgun, and they, they're not good at it. They're not good in the run game out of it. They're not good in their drop back pass game out of it. They don't have enough good receivers to create separation that in their drop back game that they don't do anything to impact other defenders, mainly like second level linebackers or drop down safeties to help them get open. So, you know, everyone continues to say, oh, my, my goodness, with the drop off, of course, you know, like you have guys that might be good coaches or special teams and might be good defensive minds designing offense and calling it in ways that it's just so difficult to comprehend. And the fact that it hasn't changed, um, I feel bad for Mac Jones. I said this last week, if I was Mac Jones in this offseason, they don't bring a person in that actually has done this and relatively at a high level, I would ask to be traded. I'll leave you with this. If Jalen Hurts and Dak Prescott were both available, Man, you like me get you like to get me hated. Um, they both get to play in the same offense, same people around them, same scheme. Or, however, they're free agents, so you're bringing them in. Yeah, um, I think as uh, it, I, I think I would go Dak Prescott. Um, Dak's proven for a long time that he's a good player. You know, Jalen is on fire right now, and I don't think it, it, it's hard to say somebody else is the MVP. Him and Patrick are probably neck and neck. Um, I, I just, I've, I've seen Dak play good football for a long time. You're just concerned about the Cowboy fans turning on you. That's all you're doing. They've turned on me, <laughs> turned on me three or four years ago. Why? I don't what, know. What like, happened? What happened? Uh, um, what happened with what? The Cowboys fans? Cowboys fans. They don't like truth. Like, like they, don't, <laughs> <laughs> they don't like the truth. Like, you know, when I said last week after the indie game, I was like, I was unimpressed. A bad team gave you the game. They're like, well, the Eagles go after the e indie game. I said the Eagles. Ryan Clark and I and Marcus Spears and I, like three weeks ago, did a giant breakdown on things that we were concerned about with the Philadelphia Eagles. So it's, you know, it's, um, <laughs> My, I think it's fair to be a little bit concerned with Dak's injuries as well. You know, Jalen hasn't had those in the NFL. I, 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 I think that's a little bit fair to say. Um, I, that's a great question. You it just feels like Jalen has a higher ceiling. Dak might be a safer, you know what you're going to get out of him. But Jalen's given you 20 touchdowns, 10 rushing touchdowns. He hasn't turned the ball over. And that's what you want for him with that team. Whereas it feels like Jerry Jones wants Dak to be more of let's air it out. We want to have an exciting offense here. He he's presenting well, that's something. That's why. 
that, that's why, like, the scheme matters. You know, I said this in the offseason. This is not a shot at Jalen Hurts. It's the easiest place in the NFL to play quarterback this year, Philadelphia. And to his credit, he is playing at MVP level. But I also sit there and say, and we know this, we, we see it all the time. How long is Jalen going to be able to take some of the physical abuse that the, the, the reality of him being a runner takes? I don't care what anyone says. And I wavered back and forth in this with Lamar, like, and everyone tried to tell me, well, Lamar doesn't get hurt running the football and he doesn't take these shots. I, 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 like, I'm, I understand where you're coming from, but I've watched football a long time. Like there's hits or hits or hits, you know, they're just hits. And so, you know, fingers crossed, Jalen continues to stay. They eventually catch you. I don't care how fast. RG3 was as fast as anybody and Michael. They they eventually catch you. Well, and two, like, then, like, I sat down with Sean McDermott this year when we did their week two game, and I think the world of him. And we were asking him about Josh Allen, and he looked us dead in the eye, and he said, I was in Carolina with Cam. And he said the same thing. Eventually they catch up. So, you know, like, I, I, I understand that it maybe doesn't end guys' careers after three years, but, like, eventually the shots you take, they add up. Always great to talk to you. Thank you, sir. You as well. Full sweatshirt next time probably would help. <laughs> I will do my best. I won't work out before. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Your arms are a little bit bigger than Mina Kimes. So, you know what? You should take <laughs> pride in that. <laughs> That's the one person I didn't need you to say. I'm surprised she's not texting me right now. How about bigger arms than Mike Greenberg? Danny, Danny, your arms, they're delightful. They are delightful. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. Better, boss. That's Dan Orlovsky of the Mothership. You can see him on NFL Live at 4 <laughs> Eastern every day. I am in no position to talk, but that's why I wear a sweatshirt every day. I don't even wear T-shirts on the show because I'm like, no, I'm not going to give you any ammo here. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, when Orlowski came on screen, I saw he's in a hooded sweatshirt sleeveless. I'm like, oh. And the people on Twitter are like, you got to ask him. You got to ask him about the arms. Yeah. Party pump. Yeah. Let's take a break. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? along with my fellow Pro Bowler, T.J. Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up on game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up on Game with me, LeVar Arrington, T.J. Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? All-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? 
I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan, see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Searching for a job can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, nobody's on the other end, applications that vanish. It's time to find a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals, the local jobs expert that you can trust. They never charge a fee when they help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com, find the office nearest to you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with the help of Express Employment Professionals. And Express helps you find all kinds of jobs. Manufacturing to logistics, customer service, accounting, and so many more. Getting an interview with Express can be as easy as a phone call. And with just one application, Express Employment Professionals will have you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Make your job search easier. Let the professionals help at Express Pros. Express Employment Professionals, it's your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today and good luck. Every night, movie night, biggest blockbusters, streaming on Peacock. Watch Jurassic World Dominion, Minions, The Rise of Gru, and Jordan Peele's Nope. Whenever you want, wherever you want. I've been watching Yellowstone, and I started watching season two of The White Lotus. There is a woman in The White Lotus season two. Her last name is Tabasco. Her real name. (laughs) Not a nickname? No. No. She's from Naples, where they shot season two. Can you see her Naples in the show? She, yes. She is spectacular. Beautiful woman. 28 years of age. Not that I did a little research on her. I think she's single. You know less about Brock Purdy. (laughs) She she is Brock Purdy. Simona Tabasco. Yes. Wow, she's easy on the eyes. She is gorgeous. On screen, you know, there's certain people, you see them in real life, and then you see them on TV or see them in a movie, and they look different. They're just like a lot of your fashion models, uh, supermodels. You see them, and then you see them on camera, and they just look different. They have that ability to do that. But uh, White Lotus Season 2, watching that. I don't know if it's any good. I just know that I, I want some Tabasco. Yeah, Paul? You know, Fritzy, unless you tell him not to, he's going to try to book Simona Tabasco. <laughs> Is that Okay. <laughs> I don't think I want her on the show. I'm going to desperately find out if she's got some kind of sports background or maybe she likes the Canucks or whatever it is. doesn't really matter. The Canucks. Whatever. She's, she's from Naples. I don't know. It would be weird. I don't know if she lives in the United Long-time States. Long-time Canucks fan. If Naples Italy was in the World Cup, that would be great. Maybe Danilo Gallinari will have 18 points Something, tonight. Yeah. She could call to break it yeah. down. Yeah. Tabasco. Yeah, Paul. Are you on season five of Yellowstone? Have yeah. you started that? Yeah. Is it? It's slow. Oh, not but, great. Ooh. S- slow. But it's been so violent in the past. Yes. Don't they have to, like, ramp up? This one is a slow burn. I hope it starts to pick up a little bit there. By the way, the, um, the, the wife of uh, Kevin Costner's son, gorgeous. Oh, what's her character's name? I, she's Native American. At least she is in, in uh, Yellowstone. I know who you're talking about. She is... Stunning. She plays Monica as her name on the show. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Wasn't she accused of shoplifting a couple episodes back? Might have been a season or two ago. It was like an awkward moment in the store, and like she was like set up for shoplifting. That's when I got to know this woman that you're talking about. <laughs> I don't remember. That. Yeah, I think there was the Native American daughter person. She's stunning. She's another one where she jumps off the screen there. I mean, that's not why I'm watching these shows. It sounds like I'm just watching, but these are very striking. I mean, Kevin Costner is easy on the eyes, too. And let's be honest here. But, uh, yeah, been watching those. The uh, NBA has some new awards because that's going to help the regular season. Paulie, what are some of these new awards? And, by the way, Paulie's big bet of the year 
is coming up at the top of the hour. Thinking about putting some real change on this one. Now, do you want to do your big bet of the year now and we do the NBA awards coming up? Let's let's say the big bet. I got to get my the latest numbers on that. Okay. The new NBA awards, Dan, are this. And you're going to put a lot of money on this bet. I'm thinking about putting a, a sizable amount for a, me. A dime? Yeah, in that neighborhood. A thousand? Okay. All right. Here we go. Okay. The NBA has six new trophies, Dan. Yeah. The MVP is now named after who should it be named after? Uh, well, it'd be under either Michael Jordan or ding, 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 ding. Kareem. It's the Michael Jordan trophy now. Okay. The defensive player of the year is, is not Larry Bird. <laughs> he'd, he'd agree with you. Yeah. Is named after the defensive player of the year, Ben Wallace. More of a all around great player, all time great, but was really good at defense as well. Pro- probably underrated big man, almost. We've discussed him before. Dikembe Mutombo? Hakeem Olajuwon. Oh! Rookie of the Year, the Wilt Chamberlain Trophy. The Clutch Player of the Year, you're going to love this one. Jerry West. Jerry West. <laughs> Sixth Man of the Year, not Jamal Crawford. John Havlicek. John Havlicek. And the Most Improved Player of the Year award, George Mikan. Old school. Oh, all right. Two hours in the books, and yes, one more hour of this program. We'll check in with the Cowboys after this. We close that hour, too, with Mercedes-Benz Sprinter Van. When you open up the doors, you're not just opening those up. You're opening up, unlocking potential. Potential to do your own thing. Be your own boss. Steer your own success. Blaze your own trail. Each and every Sprinter Van built, designed, and equipped to let you hit the open road. So what do you want? 16 body types. Your choice of gas or diesel engine. Thousands of ways to customize. Now available. All-wheel drive. A Sprinter van capable and versatile enough to help drive your ambitions. Reawaken that spirit of adventure. Check out all those big, bold, fun, and exciting experiences and check them off your bucket list. You can check out the Sprinter van with all of the options that they have. Once again, gas or diesel engine, 16 different body types. Now's the time. Discover what is it that moves you most. Don't wait. Unlock your potential inside a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The superbly versatile all-electric EQB from Mercedes-Benz. It's impressively techy and surprisingly roomy with available seating for up to seven. The vehicle is all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more at mbusa.com slash EQB. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.